Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Heather Dugan as she continues our series, Do You Believe in God? Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. Well, hey everyone, it's Kristen, and I am here today with my friend, Heather Dugan, and I am always a proponent of inviting Heather to talk with us because I feel like she has, you have, so many good thoughts and ideas, but they have to just have a reason to come out of you. And so sitting down and doing something like this is always so fun for me because I love the way that you think and the way that you approach spirituality. And I'm so glad that you're here to do this series with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so we are doing this series called, do you believe in God? And, um, when Peter and I were talking about who we would have, I was like, I get Heather, <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk to Heather. Um, so I guess, I don't know where this conversation is going to go. Some of these, this series has been, you know, monologue recordings, but Heather always likes to talk and converse rather than monologue. So We'll see where it goes. I guess the first question I want to start with is um, the question, do you believe in God? And not start, I don't want you to answer that right now. But my question for you is, why do you think people ask this question? Or what do you think that they're actually asking? Gosh, that's a good question. (laughs) It's a really good question. Then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, well, why do I ask people if they believe in God? Do you ask people? Yeah. Well, people that I'm really close to, and I really challenge them too, when they tell me that they don't. And then I also tell them, I don't believe them. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) I'm sure that's helpful. (laughs) Why don't you believe them? Or what do you think you're asking? I think I'm asking, I think they do believe in something. And I think it's just being flushed out. I do think that there's some people I think they've started out like growing up, you know, Christian and evangelical Christian, and that's all they knew. And everything was always in this like box, you know? Um, And then when they had the opportunity to question it or deconstruct their faith, they just decided, oh, then I'm not believing anything. I'm just, no, I don't believe anything. And I think that that's fair. I think it's totally fair for people. And also it's totally fair for people to believe whatever the hell they want to. I don't even care, but it's, it's, uh, I think we all have our own like spiritual journey and we don't get to decide what somebody's looks like. 
And I think for some people, it's actually really healthy for them to go through a phase of life where they're like, I don't believe it in anything. And they can stay in that phase too. I'm not saying they have to like come back to believing something. Um, but sometimes I think people just use different verbiage for like the one friend that I have that I always challenge because him and I just are very close and we kind of grew up in the church together somewhat. And, um, and so he says, he doesn't believe in God. And I say, yes, you do. And I'm like, do you call it something different? And it's like maybe mystery. And I'm like, okay, so you believe in the mystery. Hmm. So anyway, I think, why is it a good question? Um, or why do we ask? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, it's probably not healthy. I mean, maybe it's in your close circles, but it, it, it doesn't need to be asked to create a sense of belonging anymore. I think, mm. I think before it was more like, do are we the same? Yes. Are we the same? Yeah. Do you believe what I believe? Okay, great. Yeah. But even like, I have a new counselor and I started this week with her and she asked me, she's like, well, what's your religious background or your religious upbringing? And she's like, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, she's asking because it gives her context into the thought patterns that I'm going to have mm-hmm. going into therapy or whatever, just in the way that I was raised. Right. So you think it provides a framework for thought patterns? Definitely. Um, probably values in your life. Like I think about, like I watch, uh, there's a movie that I love. And when this couple starts like getting to know each other and dating, she says, do you believe in God? And Mm -hmm. his answer was just yes. But um, I think it does give you sort of context of like, who are you and how do you live your life? Um, But I think, like you said, I think the word God can be challenging for some people the way that it's always been told and taught to them. We've coupled it with religion. Yeah. So it's not, do you believe in God? It's really like, what religion do you ascribe? Ascribe. Ascribe. (laughs) Ascribe to. What belief patterns do you have? You know, Mm -hmm. I thought like there's some women that I follow who, um, they lost their like husband's tragically. And that's why they're in this like group. Um, and they're all very Christian, like the evangelical Christianity religion. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I wonder if that, like, if I could fit back into that, like if I still believe any of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I also don't. And so it's, it's weird because it's not, it's not necessarily God per se. I feel like it's like religion mm-hmm. and beliefs. Yeah. I do think it's a, it's a great way for people to ask, like, like we said, kind of like, are you the same as me? Are we on the same path? Um, do we share the same values, but there's lots of other ways to get to that information. So it's interesting. I think, um, kind of what you were saying that a group of people who are kind of gathered around the same experience in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a similar, you know, 
mental ascent is how like Ryan used to say it to a certain set of beliefs is unifying and comforting. Um, right. It's just like how you and I, cause I, even though you and I are so different, we have similarities in upbringing, I think in the way our parents probably raised us. Um, cause I always do the joke whenever <laughs> anybody starts crying and somebody hugs them, <laughs> I always reflect back to our stories of where like, if you're crying, I would just come like sit next to you and be like, do you, do you want a hug? <laughs> cause I wouldn't, but if you want one, I, I can do it. And you're like, no, I don't. Like we both come from like, don't hug me right now. Cause I'm already crying. And I don't want to be like hugged while I'm crying. Like, I just don't want that. But it's like, we have this unwritten understanding and that creates a sense of like belonging kind of the similar way of, I think when people are trying to figure out where to fit, you know? Yeah. So what do you think belief actually means? Like when, when I say, do you believe in God? What do you think I'm asking for in terms of belief? Well, I think it's an interesting word. Um, I think it, it's something to be true. Hmm. So I think belief means I think that this thing is true. Hmm. Um, and I mean, true to the best of your knowledge. Right. And I mean, the world is like, what's your truth? I do think people have different truths too. Yeah. So that's then confusing. Cause you're like, okay, so what, what could be actually very true for me could also not be true for somebody else's life experience. Yeah. So, so that, isn't that funny that we're like, do you believe in God? And you hope that someone that you hope that you're trying to align yourself. Yeah. But you may just not be in alignment. <laughs> oh. You could like, what could be true to me today could not be true to me in five years. Mm-hmm. So it's really wild. It's like, it's such an interesting conversation because what was true to me five years ago is not necessarily true to me today. Yeah. And so but could be true again, maybe possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think this is the problem with like certainty, mm-hmm. like certainty provides a good amount of comfort, I think. Yeah. And living in like the gray area of that there is really no solid place to land is what it feels like to me. I mean, I don't know what it feels like to other people, but like, I don't, like, I don't fully resonate with the term, the universe. Mm -hmm. I don't fully resonate with like new age, like spirituality kind of, um, methodology, which is very similar to Christianity, by the way, like (laughs) Reiki and healing with hands, you know, there was prophets and now there's intuition. Like it's very similar, just different verbiage. Um, but I don't resonate anywhere. Like I don't resonate with evangelical Christianity fully. I don't resonate with new age spirituality. I don't resonate. Like, I just don't have a solid place to land. And to be quite honest, I don't like it. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> totally feel the same way. <laughs> give me, throw me a bone. Give me yeah, something. Give me something solid. Um, but I'm guessing that that is like, if you're in an honest pursuit of something that's unknowable. Totally. 
you're probably going to feel that way. Right. I, I mean, I don't know any other way to feel. I know. And it's nicer than some things because then there's like terrible things happen and you're like, well, why would God let this happen? And then, then there's the people that are like, everything happens for a reason. And you're like, well, that's a shitty thing to say. You know, you're back and forth of like, yeah, everybody's trying to make sense of it. That's what I think people are trying to make sense of things, which is Uh, what our, I think that's what the human existence is, is you're just trying to make sense and meaning out of everything that happens. I think meaning's a big one. Yeah. And I think there is, again, I I would say that there's a lot of comfort in Christianity, evangelical Christianity, the way that it is with some solid, this is this, and this is that. And it doesn't leave room for a lot of people's experience of life, which makes sense because life is not like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it provides people some comfort. Yeah. Okay. So when you think of like God, what do you think of? Like you said, the words, like sometimes we say one thing and we're really meaning this, or there's different words and verbiage. What kinds of words or descriptions are helpful for you now, if any, that you would use, like you used to use God 10 years ago? Oh God. And you're so, that just threw me back to when I would tell people that God told me something <laughs> all the time. Cause that's when I was like coming out of YWAM and I'm like, well, God said, mm-hmm. could you not? I mean, it is kind of an interesting life to walk around telling people God said something <laughs> to you. Uh-huh. Um, so that's just a funny thought. Um, okay. So God. you said universe doesn't really isn't no it doesn't help me I don't know what it is and the word God doesn't really help me either um but I think God I resonate with more than the universe God I think I like to me I'm having to let go of the vision that was kind of cast for me as I was growing up in the church world which is like God is old white man father totally in the sky like sometimes intervenes in your life. And I'm like, I definitely don't believe in that, but I'm not sure that's the best description of God. So good. Let's get, let's get rid of that and be okay with that. But now what do I think it is? But see, I also thought about that before I was going to talk to you and I'm like, what, but that part of God that we thought was the totality of God could still be a part of God. Yeah. Like old white man in the sky, whatever. I mean, of course, it's not probably old white man. In the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like, at least that version of God, I felt like did love me. That's what I was told. This old white man in the sky did love me. And I was going to go to heaven when I died. Mm-hmm. Those two things, I still think to be true. Hmm. But that is not the totality of what God is. Cause God's also probably a woman <laughs> and probably like a tree and probably, you know, like, and God's in you and God's in me and God's in all of us. So it's like the totality of that, like one version of God, 
I don't think is true. And I think it's unhelpful, Mm -hmm. but I also was thinking through, there is portions of that, that I still do think could be true. And partly I would believe in, and it's harder for me. And I think this probably comes from maybe my upbringing or, or whatever, but to think of God as a woman, to think of God as a nurturer, like a woman that you want to go like lay on her like lap and cuddle and like feel comforted makes me feel uncomfortable, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's probably true. So sometimes in my head, I'm like, maybe God is like a, I pretend it's like a willow tree when I want to feel comforted that I could just sit against the willow tree. Cause you know, willow trees are kind of all encompassing. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I can feel like a little bit nurtured because I don't feel comfortable necessarily being nurtured by uh, something that could be considered a mom figure, mm-hmm. which probably comes from the way I was raised and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But also what if God's like playful and like your best friend and like is joking with you sometimes? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Like there's a lot of things in my life that I can look back on and be like, that was definitely a joke. But my God. <laughs> but if God is like, if 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 it's true that we all are God too, like there's an expression of God within us trying to experience it itself, which is also just a crazy thought. Um then that person or thing would have to be funny because some people are hilarious. (laughs) And also the other thing I was thinking about too, is I've noticed lately with the narrative that the world is telling us, it's just like, gosh, we should all just hide. Everything is going to shit. I mean, it's just terrible. But what I have noticed in the last year, there is way more good out there in humans that I've seen Mm. than I have seen bad at all. Like everywhere I go there, I have great interactions with strangers and there's so much goodness that it, if we are, are all this like expression of God, there's gotta be so much like goodness within that, you know, Hmm. but also none of it makes sense. Like none of it's helpful for me. Like none of it's like, well, that's helpful, isn't it? Like there, that there's goodness. Right. But I mean, like, I think what I'm trying to say is in the old days, it would be like praying. I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to give away these problems. I'm going to give away all this kind of stuff. And God is then going to save. like, there's this saving. Somebody is actually, it felt like somebody's coming for you. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things that I learned when I did um, the wilderness within the first time was nobody is coming to save you. Yeah. And I think that that is such a, it's a good thing for our spirituality and our evolution and to take charge of our lives and like create the lives that we want. Um, But also it's really hard when you feel like somebody is coming to save you and you're not in it alone and you have, you know, this whole community that's like worshiping this thing and this thing's going to come save you all. and we're all just going to fly away, you know, like there, I mean, it's, if you think about it in hindsight, you're like, it's kind of a crazy thought, but at the time it was pretty comforting. 
Hey East Lake, Peter here. Thanks so much for tuning in to watch this message. I wanted to do just a quick interruption to say thank you to so many of you who are making regular contributions to Eastlake. Eastlake is a nonprofit and everything that we do is because of a community of consistent and generous people who really believe in this place and want to see it continue. So uh, if you're a part of that community, thank you for how you make this place go. If you are tuning in regularly and are part of this community, but you haven't yet um, jumped in to making a financial contribution, we would encourage you to do that and encourage you to go to eastlakecc.com to help support Eastlake as a community and continue to make these messages possible. Thanks so much for uh, letting me interrupt your message. Let's jump back in. I think I've said this lots of times at Eastlake, but it's worth saying again. <laughs> I had such an interesting conversation with um, Sarah Hansen about what dismantling our beliefs in God did for our anxiety. Uh-huh. And I said for her, I think that was like the start of my crippling anxiety because every like the foundation that I laid my life on everything I knew for sure, everything I had hope in was just like explode, exploded and not dependable anymore. And that created a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. but for her, and I think she's okay with me saying this, it did the opposite mm-hmm. because her faith had been built on so much fear that releasing that kind of calmed her anxiety and I was like oh my gosh that's so interesting that the same experience affected us and and our views of God affected us so differently like opposite exact pretty much um like now that it's been a while did you like learn anything from like what then that anxiety came from or like did it teach you anything after it like everything crumbled and it was right in your face (laughs) Well, I think kind of what you said, which is, you know, nobody's coming to save me, but also maybe I don't need saving. I know. Like maybe this human experience just is what it is. And I can like live in it and look for meaning and look for, um, you know, the forces of good and the force of life and where I see it and find joy in that and purpose in that. And um, that's my experience of God here. Um, so, yeah, I think, because and I think too, that the certainty was always an illusion. Totally. Like I've learned that too. I don't really... <laughs> I don't believe in certainty. <laughs> I think anyone who feels certain about anything, I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. You, I think you're forgetting something. You're not looking at it in its totality because I just feel like nothing is certain yeah. anymore. Well, it's funny. Cause it's like the fact that you're not a problem to solve. Yeah. And that's the narrative that we have as humans. And especially I think maybe Americans in general, yeah. that we are like a problem to solve. I was yeah. seeing this one spiritual director who uh, grew up, uh, his roots are in, um, he's Native American. And he was I like, that one. you are not a problem to solve. There's nothing to be solved. Hmm. You're having a human experience. And I'm like, you sure? Like, I always, 
Are you sure? Um, this is really deep rooted for me. So I don't know how we're going to talk me out of this, but I really feel like I'm a problem to solve. And he talks about like, there's no expansion without this contraction. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're in like this expansion state, you're always like, oh, let me keep it. Let me stay here. Like, that's how I feel. Like, let me stay here. How do I make it stay? And then after a while, after doing a bunch of wilderness withins, I started to realize the experience is the experience. Yeah. And there's no grasp, there's no grasping to hold on to this new level of insight that I might have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but the experience in and of itself is changing me. Yeah. And that was really freeing because I'm like, great. Now I don't have to like be so mad when I contract again to expand again, you know? Yeah. So, and maybe that is, maybe just being human is God. <clears throat> um, okay. So I have a question about Huck. Oh, how do you talk about this kind of stuff with him? Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> Oh no, I don't know where I've landed on this one. Um, yeah, it is. It's so hard because sometimes we'll pray. Um, and sometimes we talk about God. Um, but there's no like definition of God. Um, does he ask my kids ask all the time? Oh, really? That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, no, he asks a couple times maybe, but, um, not a ton. He did tell me God told it or God said something in his senses one time or something. Oh, interesting. He does this thing. So I'm really big on like intuition and I want him to stay grounded and all that kind of stuff. So I will do this thing with him where I tell him to use his senses and tell me how he feels or if anything, any thoughts. Um, cause he used to say weird stuff when he was a kid, like one time I didn't tell him, him so much. I didn't tell him Wes was coming over because I didn't want him to ask me. And that's his best friend. Yeah. Um, and then my phone dings and it's Aaron Wes's mom saying, we'll be over in two minutes. And I turned off the lights or did something and Huck goes, mom, turn the lights back on. Wes is coming over in two minutes. I was like, I never told you that. How are you know stuff? So he has like little weird things, little intuitive hits. So I try to foster that to the best of my ability. Yeah. I, I try to keep him super connected to nature. That's one of my big values. I noticed, um, simply because I'm trying to raise him wild and with manners and like live in the world, <laughs> I call it like wild and functional. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to navigate like nature and an iPad. Mm-hmm. Like how do I cultivate his life experience? Because this is the iPad's true and going to happen. I could tell him no, no screens, no, whatever. This is the world we're going to live in. So it's like, I'm trying to teach him how to navigate within this world Um, so hopefully the older he gets, I I do have a really good friend that I'm trying to get to lead, um, some wilderness withins for young boys. Mm -hmm. Um, like when they're hitting puberty, I think that's a really like good time. Um, so I'll probably get him connected that way. But if, if he grows up thinking like nature is God or mystery or whatever, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. 
like, I'm not big on what he believes or what, and I hope he believes stuff that he comes back home and like challenges me or Jason. And is like, well, this is what I believe. I, yeah. It would be so cool to just have him have his own way. Yeah. I, I suck at it too. And I'm trying <laughs> to figure out. What, and the thing that I, the things that I kind of do right now with my kids is when they ask me questions, I try to give lots of options where I'm like, some people think this and some people think this. And I used to think this, but now I kind of think that because I'm trying, I want them to be fluid in their mm. thought processes. And I also, I've said this before in the same message, I have <laughs> my poor kids, I have hammered into them so much the phrase, I changed my mind oh. because I want them to grow up knowing that nothing has to be true forever. Mm. Um, and that it's okay to say, I changed my mind. I think differently about that. Now it's totally coming to bite me because Hallie uses it all the time. She'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, you like cheese. And she's like, no, I changed my mind. And I'm like, no, you no, no, <laughs> you can't change your, and then I'm like, yes, you can, you can change your mind about what you like. So fine. What else would you like to eat? But, um, I've just found like, I, I hand it, I hold it so openly now because I don't have any ability to be concrete in what I think that I can't pass down anything concrete to them. So they, um, I feel like I need to like think and be more active in creating like a more conversations about it um, mm -hmm. or at least fostering like healthy views and things like that. But yeah, it's definitely hard. My goal is to just not pass down anything concrete, I think. But you are kind of, a, well, it's not concrete, but it's like you are, you do have some firm beliefs of like, they can say, I changed my mind. Yeah. Like that is, that is a, like a firm, you know, yeah, stance, which yeah. is great. I, I think you're like teaching them how to be open. Like yeah. your concrete belief is <laughs> to be open. open. <laughs> My concrete like, belief is nothing is concrete. Right. <laughs> nothing is fully knowable. Nothing is fully understandable. Yeah. We probably give them more experiences than we do thoughts anyway. Yeah. You know, like we can keep saying stuff over and over again, but they don't listen I, anyway. <laughs> I know and what we do. So it's like, as long as we're being open-minded and we're, I'm connected to nature and I want him to be connected to nature, nice to animals, like really nice to animals. Like, I think the experiences is more what they'll remember. Um, cause really life is ex experiences. Like even right now, if if we whittled it all down, because this is what I've been thinking about lately, which sounds kind of crazy, but like, what is the point of all of this? What's yeah. the point? Why are mm -hmm. we doing this? And what's the point? Um, so I've started to think that the only thing that is real and true is actually the present moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I can actually get in the present moment, I'm like, oh, it gives you that whole, like, oh, there is no problem to solve. Yeah. It is just the present moment. This is where I'm at right now. Like last night, I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch watching Selling Sunset <laughs> the show. This is the present moment. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, I think, and the good thing about the kids, 
is they're present all the time. I know. So we're so lucky because they're just living their best life right now. And I think that's part of the thing that we want to pass to them is try to keep, at least for me, try to keep him as engaged with like his wild side of being young and how to carry that over into adulthood. Cause I think a lot of us had to grow up really quickly or in a way that we didn't want. And all of a sudden everything was structured and everything was this and everything was rules. So then we don't get to enjoy this childhood and, Mm -hmm. and how to incorporate that fun wild side into adulthood. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I feel like we're all just doing the best we can and there's freedom in letting go of like, I don't, I don't know what I believe in all the time. I know a lot of what I don't believe God is. Sometimes that's an easier way for me to get around things is to be like, well, I know I believe it. It's not this and it's not that. So then these other places that's like, oh, well, that could be true. And that could be true too. And I'm okay. I can be okay with ambiguity. Um, but I also feel like there are moments, like you said, when you're really present, um, where I do sense like it's just bigger than mm. me. There's something so powerful at something so powerful at work mm. that gave me this moment that gave me, you know, that, um, that shared laughter. My, my daughter is becoming so funny. And we, when I'm putting her to bed, we just like, giggle and laugh so hard about things. And I'm like, I feel sometimes like my insides might explode with how beautiful the moment is. And I'm like, this is the thing that is beyond my ability to hold. And I feel like that's an experience of God. The, for me, I'm just like the force of love, the force of nature, the force of life, whatever whatever is moving that brings life and goodness and all of those things to me is that has to be God moving. And I don't think it's a man or a person or a being like that, but some sort of force that makes me so thankful. Totally. I completely agree. And sometimes there's a little bit of comfort in not having to have any answers. Yeah. Like I don't have any answers. I often feel like I should not be the grown up. So I, I tell my kids a lot. I don't know. There's I don't feel like I'm supposed to be a grown up person. <laughs> and I looked on my talk to the ER for something and I was looking around and I was like, do any of these people feel like grown ups? Where are all the grown ups? Where are they? Where are the people who know? But again, maybe that's like our evolution though of being like childlike or. Mm-hmm. feeling like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where we're going. I don't know. But right now being able to call out like right now, this is good. Yeah. Or right now I'm, and that's probably why people teach about gratitude so much mm-hmm. is because when you're grateful, it puts you in the present moment of, oh my gosh, I have so much to be thankful for. Yeah. So, okay. Heather. So do you believe in God? Yes. 
with a million caveats. <laughs> yes, I definitely believe in God. What that looks like, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for talking with me. I always love talking with you about this stuff. Yeah, it's so fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your insight too. And and I appreciate the, um, you know, not having certainty, especially for somebody with your personality type. No offense to you. <laughs> no, I love you. But you had grew up such a rule follower that it, it was a lot of work for you to get to that mm-hmm. space, you know? So good for you. And thanks. And yeah, we'll just keep tracking along and try to share ideas about what we're teaching our kids next. I always feel like I'm like, I'm so thrown off by the uncertainty sometimes that I feel like I always look at you and I'm like, this is okay. Are we okay? Do you do this too? <laughs> do you think this way sometimes? <laughs> so. I remember it's funny because Leah and I were sitting outside one day with our kids in the summer and she looks at me so serious and she goes, you think we're good moms? I go, I don't know, but I think we're trying real hard. <laughs> like, That's sometimes all you can do. Give it your best go. Yeah. And what, what is, what is good in my eyes, maybe different than good in somebody else's eye. You know, there's so much complexity to life and what we deem is good or bad that maybe all of it matters, you know? I hope so. I know. Thanks for the conversation. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.